lovely humans. I'm Wiley, and you're listening to Sex Stories, a podcast of anecdotal research where we share our most intimate stories in an effort to improve sex lives everywhere. And my guest today, I am very excited to introduce to you, is Leah Knauer. Welcome, Hello, Leah. Thank you. Will you just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, like a snapshot of your life, and then maybe take it back to your... I was going to say early sexual history, but just like what you remember first about sex. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm an actress, comedian, writer in Los Angeles. I'm originally from Philadelphia, East Coast. And yeah, I've been in L.A. like seven years. My sexual history. Like what was the first memory you have of hearing someone talk about sex or even having it enter your awareness? Oh, wow. Well... I remember the first time I watched porn, it was by accident because I was probably like 10. I was visiting my dad at work. It was like, it was take take your daughter to work day. So I was visiting him at work and I wanted to, I was really obsessed with Christina Aguilera. So I went to ChristinaA.com thinking that it was going to be Christina Aguilera's site and it was not. It was oh my God. a porn site. And then I like, yeah, I freaked out because I was like, oh no, now I'm on my dad's work computer and he's oh going to find God. out. Um, and then that's when I uh, fell in love with porn. Go on. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I was like, and then you kept watching it. You're like, dad, dad leave. Everyone. Yeah. I want to visit you at work more. <laughs> yeah. So did you have awareness like when you saw that were you like oh shit I shouldn't be watching this or was it like I want to watch more of this or do you remember it all I don't remember I mean it felt wrong mm-hmm. but I think that was because I was just so young did your family talk about sex at all or were no. they very open or no, no? no they still don't really I mean recently when I was in Vegas with my mom she made a, a joke like a sex joke and that was oh, la, la. new that was new <laughs> like she even Wait, had to what brace did she me say? um I don't don't even know if she would want me repeating it, but like basically she was making a joke about how she and her friends, like my dad and hers friends, they were on like a couple's trip. Yeah. And they made a joke about like whoever gets to the house first gets like alone time. Like it was that. It wasn't even like risque. For a mom. And when that's not established in your relationship, like if my mom said anything like that, I'd be like, "Ah, yeah. And my mom even like looked at my dad to be like, can I, is this, and he was like, just say it. Like my dad's more cool about that kind of stuff. <laughs> Wait, so but, your dad was there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, did you get a sex talk or anything growing up? I don't remember okay. getting one. I don't think I did. Mm-hmm. I know that my mom read like books with me. So like that about was, yeah, like sex. about sex and about the body changing and puberty. And, but yeah, I, I, I remember there was one time driving home from school in the car my mom it was like really uncomfortable and really awkward like I don't know what made her say it Mm -hmm. but I think because we like had a sex talk recently at school yeah like the sex education and it was just like a really quick two-minute conversation I'm not super close with my mom we're Mm -hmm. not like vulnerable together yeah so she was like um (laughs) we're recording this on Mother's Day (laughs) (laughs) that's right sorry mom (laughs) um but yeah she was like by the way, if you ever want to have sex, uh, just talk to me about condoms and stuff. And I was like, okay. Great. <laughs> and then I never did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I lost my virginity when I was 20. Okay. Yeah, I was, I was almost 22. Okay, oh. will you tell us about that? And did you have any sexual experiences before you actually had sex with a partner? Yes. I would say I started like hooking up 
around like freshman year of high school. That's mm-hmm. when I was like really starting to become sexually active. But I didn't want to have sex with someone unless it meant something. Yeah. And no high school guys want wants anything to mean anything. So yeah. I just was a virgin. I joined a abstinence club. What? When I was a senior. Why? It was called Abstinence is Cool. Really? It's cool with a K. Were you Abstinence <laughs> is cool with a K. Were you wanting to save yourself for marriage or something no, like that? No. no you were just, just like just okay. I wanted oh. yeah. I, I don't know special. that I've heard very many people talk about abstinence to love. So is that really what happened so far? No. Yeah. I mean, I fell in love with a shitty person. So it's well, pretty unfortunate, know, yeah. but it happened. We fall in love with, especially when you're starting out, you're just yeah. like practicing feelings. Yeah, totally. Okay. And was it a good experience for you or? The first time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to tell us? Details? I mean, there wasn't, it wasn't super eventful. I literally remember I asked him, is it in? Which I didn't know that like, that's not what someone wants to hear. <laughs> But I think I was like, honestly, so wet yeah. that I just didn't feel it because I was I was so ready to have sex. That's great. This was on my twentieth birthday. Oh, with, that's fantastic! With my boyfriend, yeah. It birthday, was good. like the ultimate birthday sex. Yeah, cool. So, uh, let's start with masturbation. I do it. Yeah. Okay. What do you do? How do you do it? What are your favorite things? Mm. Or do you have any go-tos or different modes of masturbation? Because I know we don't just necessarily stick to one thing. Totally. Um, I do have kind of like a routine and it's very like witchy. Masturbation to me is like a a time for me to check in with myself and like explore pleasure without any shame. Um, And like Yeah. So I usually will light a candle or incense and really like set the mood for myself. I'll either put on an acoustic love playlist or a sexy time like rap kind of playlist. And my vibrator is like a godsend. (laughs) What kind of vibrator do you have? Oh, oh, it's the super pop. What does it look like? It's pink and it has like a, a a little thing that rubs the clit and it goes so fast. Ah. And then the actual shaft of the vibrator also like spins. So oh. you get double time. Oh yeah. I don't know if I'd be able to handle that. Is it like directly on your clit? Yes. And you it's love amazing. that. Like, yeah. <laughs> so do you like get off pretty quick with that then? With or is that? It like, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But do you tease yourself or is it like just to depend on the day? Usually just like get in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. But I love the t- that you take the time to light a candle mm-hmm. and like put on some music. Hell yeah. That's great. Okay. And when did you start masturbating? Do you remember? Oh yeah. I remember. Well, I don't remember the age, but I remember like, um, I would like s- sleep with my hands on my vagina because mm-hmm. it felt really good and comforting and warm. And I guess it didn't, I was probably like 12 mm-hmm. when I I can remember doing that. It's probably earlier. Um, but yeah, I would start sleeping like that. And I didn't really realize until years later that that was basically masturbation before I knew what masturbation was. Uh-huh. Just like touching your genitals. And But then, oof, yeah, I, I got my first vibrator at Spencer's Gifts. <laughs> I think I was like 14. Um, and that was when I would say that I really start. I actually went with my mom and she wasn't super happy about it. Wait, did she buy you the vibrator? No, I got it for myself. But, but she like watched you. She was there. Yeah. And she was like, why don't you just use your hands? It's like, oh my God. Yeah. Did you use your hands too? Or was it, have you, are mean, you more of a vibrator yeah, girl? Yeah, but I'm more of a vibrator girl. Great. Yeah. Okay. Cause it feels like a dick. <laughs> why don't you just use your hands? So you do put it inside too. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. You have the inside outside. Oh, yeah. amazing. Yes. Um, 
were you like, hey, mom, I want to go get a vibrator? Or how did that? I think so. I think that is how it went. She like kind of shamed me, but let me do it. And I would yeah. never have. Oh, my, oh my God. God no. I remember the first time that I, it made me squirt. <laughs> oh. And I like, I... I just like, okay, so it happened. And then I jumped, I'm probably like 14, 15. I jumped out of my bed because I thought for real, like, oh my God, I just peed the bed. I'm right, 15. Right, I just right. fucking pissed the bed. Yeah. So then I like threw my sheets in the hamper and I was so ashamed, but it didn't, I didn't realize till later that that was squirting. squirting. Yep. It's the first time I squirted. Yep. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Glorious. Okay. What about fooling around in the early years? Mm. You said you started hooking up when you were freshmen. Did you mm-hmm. did you do like blowjobs and fingering? Not in like high that? school. Or, no no okay. blowjobs cool. until freshman year of college. Ah. Yeah. What was your, do you remember your early blowjob experiences, thoughts and feelings? Yeah. I don't think I was good at first. Um, well, cool. How do you start out I being mean, great? Like, yeah. you got to practice something. Yeah. I do remember the, the first guy that I gave a blowjob to he put a condom on and I think that was weird for the blowjob yeah Don't you think I mean that's- it's it's technically the most safe thing to do I have never encountered a partner that was like I'd like a blowjob let me With put on a condom. condom that's why I usually have the conversation about like STIs our, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 like when did you get a test can I see it yeah but uh it didn't I taste haven't. good it was no like it tastes horrible sucking a latex lollipop <laughs> <laughs> was it at least flavored no it was just normal that was your first experience yeah and i thought that was the norm oh wow so yeah. then when you did the next one were you just like where's the condom <laughs> no i think i think i thought it was weird yeah when it first happened yeah because i yeah in like porn and stuff they're not wearing condoms true at all yeah <laughs> never yeah, yeah. And then more stuff about blowjobs. Do you do them? Do you do them? I do, do them. them currently. I do them. Um, I love I love blowjobs. Okay, well, what do you like yeah. about them now? Um, I like the sense of power that I have. It feels very mm. empowering. Like I literally have your dick in my hands and like your pleasure is literally at my, in my hands, <laughs> like at the tip of my fingers. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, doing different things like different ways to use your tongue or different ways to use your hands. Will and you like tell us how they... specifically like how, like what your go-to moves I are? actually had a blowjob teacher. What? Um, <laughs> where? He, it wasn't official or anything. He was a guy that oh, I was oh. hooking up with. Yeah, but yes. he was much older than me right. when I first moved to LA. Huh? Um, and he became like a blowjob mentor, I would say. That's wonderful. <laughs> and he would like teach me. And so he is the reason that I'm very good. Um, so what kind of tips did he give you? Yeah, so... A big tip is like uh, contrasting actions. So like, oh, it's hard to explain this, but like wrapping your Rotate hands around your the, wrapping your hands around the dick and moving one hand like clockwise and the other hand counterclockwise. Ooh. So you're like massaging the whole penis with two different hands, and then on the top, on the like head of the penis, you're yeah. also like sucking it. That's so amazing. It's like a lot. And then you're like going up and down. Yeah, it's a lot of feelings for them, apparently. And then obviously sticking a finger in the butt. Great. <laughs> and when you, is that something that you do with partners nowadays, the finger up the butt? Do you talk about that? I ahead always of ask. Time? You always, okay. Yeah, good, I always good, ask. Good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never like a whoop. No, not <laughs> yeah. a surprise. Good, good, good. Um, okay. And then. What are your like feelings around blowjobs? Like, is it one of your go-to hookup moves? Are you like, I have to get to know a person or do you have any thoughts? Do you I crave blowjobs if it's been too long? <laughs> yes. Like I really, yes. I miss 
I haven't given a blowjob in a while and I really miss it. Mm. Um, yeah, it's been like an hour or so. Um, <laughs> just kidding, I wish. Um, yeah. Wait, what was the question? I don't remember. <laughs> no, I'm thinking about blow something about blowjobs. Uh, oh, like when, yeah, no, I said, when do you decide to give them or how do you, how do you mm. feel about them? I'm definitely you- more selective about sex. Mm-hmm. Sex mm-hmm. to me is like a more sacred thing, which is why I don't have sex with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But like, Blow job. I obviously would like to like the person and trust them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not that I'm quick to give blowjobs, but I, I love them. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, right? <laughs> I think about that sometimes. I'm just like, what do you look like naked? Also, not about just attractive people. Like, I just like stare at people sometimes and I'm like, huh. Wow. It's a weird. You're I a creep. I, yeah, totally. <laughs> I think about kissing them a lot. I think about naked people. Like, I'm just like, oh. People you're not attracted to, you think about kissing them? Mm-hmm. Wow. Like like such a large percentage of the world. No, and it's not in every moment. Yeah. It, I, it comes kind of on certain days where like mm-hmm. I'll have a day where I just like think about kissing people or touching people. I don't do it, but like it's just like in my brain. I don't know why. Wow. How do you feel about people coming in your mouth or on your face or on your tits <laughs> or anywhere else? Definitely don't like the face. I've never tried that. I don't really want to. Personally, to me, it feels degrading. Mm-hmm. Um, See, I agree. Yeah. And I'm into it. Wow. But that's okay. one of the, I mean, that's, I'm a kinky well, yeah. submissive person. Yeah. So that's like one of the things that I'm like, but I don't know. I guess I wouldn't be into it with just anyone. It sort of has to have the agreement mm. of like, you are my dumb. Therefore, you're allowed to degrade me in this way. Got and it. I like interpret it as a sort of like sweetness. Like, wow. I know it's a weird thing, but no, I don't, it doesn't feel like I'm like, yes, I'm aware that's technically degrading, Just but I'm sort of your like, eyes. That's my main thing. I don't want to close my-, my eyes. Okay. But- and it gets wiped off if it's in my eyes. I hope it's not in my eye. I've never had. See, that's what I would be afraid of. It'd be I've in my never hair had or my like eyes. A, it's gotten in my hair, but my hair is very short now. So it doesn't <laughs> really <mean>. matter. <laughs> I've head. never had like a, like a semeny eye stinging situation. <laughs> Okay. Um, it's does definitely, it does it hurt? Like no. It, okay. No, I I haven't experienced it's so salty. that. It's yeah. I don't know. I've I've had it on my face, but I've never like had a big issue with it. I I I would have a bigger problem with it being in my nose. Mm. Like I would just fucking just because of the like feeling of it. Oh yeah. Like I like just worse than boogers probably. Worse than boogers. <laughs> like slimy. And I have a thing with like certain times I can't stand slimy things. Like it's very particular. Yeah. Um okay. But what about like coming on your tits or anything else? Like, tits, are you- yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> I prefer tits or stomach. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have a question. You have large breasts. Yes, thank you for noticing. I noticed them. Uh, they're beautiful. <laughs> and you. I'm curious if men often want to, what's it called? What's titty fuck? Called? Titty fuck, thank yeah. you. Yeah, I got titty fucked for the first time um, in Ocean City, New Jersey by the surfer <laughs> dude. <laughs> um, and it was horrible. I really? don't like it. There's nothing sexual about it to me. It feels like I'm just laying there while... It's like, if you want to have sex with me, have sex with my vagina. Why are you fucking my tits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've done it a couple times and I think I get aroused by different sensations and like the whole process mm. of doing things, but I experience no acute pleasure and also yeah. it's like a lot of work to hold them together. Oh, yeah. Because I have fairly <laughs> floppy boobs and so it's just like to get to get it in there and then like usually there's half, there has to be some sort of lube involved to mm. make it like decent... 
But so is it just the one time or do you, is that something you get like approached about a lot? Cause you do have great boobs. Um, I've had a few guys ask me, uh, but yeah, I haven't done it in a while. Cause yeah. each time it's just like, like one, no, Who? yeah, one, don't care. Okay. Um, what are some of your favorite things? Like when do you get the most turned on or what are some of the biggest turn ons? Like when you meet a person, aside from mm-hmm. just like low level, constantly wanting to give blowjobs mm-hmm. to specific people, like what, what is it that gets you going the mm-hmm. most? Um, I love feeling like I have a secret with my partner. Like that really turns me on. So for instance, if like we're going out to dinner or something and we're dressed really nice, the idea of like dirty talking at the table while we look so like, you know, mm. proper, but knowing knowing later that we're going to like fuck the shit out of each other. That's really hot to me. I think it's like part secret and and part um, the anticipation of, of yes. like the suspense of like, oh, my God, we're going to fuck. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Is that typically with partners that you're like in a relationship with or would that be true for like, would you ever do that on a more casual date? I have done that. <laughs> What's that like? Well, it was like with a, a fuck buddy. He took yeah. me out to sushi. It was the first time we'd ever gone out in public together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> took me to sushi. Mm-hmm. And when he, it was kind of like a date. When he opened the door for me of the car, I wasn't wearing underwear. And he saw. And then we were sitting at sushi the whole time. Wait, just like. How did he see? Because I was like, like coming out. Of, I don't, open? I was wearing a dress. Oh, you were wearing and a dress. And so when I like stepped out of the car. Got it. Yeah, got it, got, yeah, it, got yeah. it. Okay. I was just like visually, how did he yeah. tell? Okay, okay. Um, and so then he saw, so then the whole time that we were at sushi, we were just like looking at each other and like biting each our lips and just like, oh my God, I can't wait to like Amazing. finish this meal. Yeah. That's it was delicious. He turned out to be a shitty person, but aren't they all? <laughs> <laughs> Until you find a less shitty one and then you just never know. Yeah. So you had a fuck buddy. Was that the first time you'd had a fuck buddy or have you had? Yes. Is that like a thing that you're interested in or not? So no, much or, that was no? actually kind of my one and only. Okay. But it lasted a while. It was like three years. On oh, on. yeah. How did it come about? Like, how did you and how did you stay fuck buddies? And what was the shittiness? It was pretty. If you want to talk. Toxic. I don't want to get too into relationships. Yeah, stuff, it was pretty just- toxic because like, um, I mean, the sex was incredible. Literally mm. the best sex I've ever had still. Yeah. Um. Uh, it was also my first black guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I loved that. I'm very attracted to black guys. So it was like, yeah. And I've had a crush on this guy for a while. Um, and then he one day messaged me that he had a dream about me. Mm. And then that's kind of what started <laughs> that's always it. always the thing. Yeah, that's yep. what started it. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, I was on and off because sometimes I would text him and he like wouldn't respond. And then I would get like upset. And it's like, you're supposed, this is supposed to be fun. Yeah. You're like, it's, we're supposed to have sex and like respect each other. And when I reach out to you and you don't respond to me and ignore, it's like, this is no longer fun. Now yep. I feel like disrespected. Now I feel like an and, asshole. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's ultimately why I like put a total end yeah. to it because it's like this is no longer making me feel good which was the whole point that's of the it. whole point when your stress relief is causing you stress and not relief fuck that yeah exactly fuck that but yeah. not fuck it right stop fucking stop that fucking stop it. fucking that yeah thing. yeah okay so that was your only fuck buddy i miss that dick though yeah. i think about it often Ugh, that sucks that sucks okay so are you like uh on the prowl right now what's your sex approach very on the prowl i don't know if i have an approach do you, are you on the swipe i hate apps? dating i apps. haven't been on the apps yet but i'm thinking about it but i don't know you might be better at them than me well i would be very explicit like <laughs> i am very kinky and here's what i would like and i actually there was this guy recently that i matched with who's very cute and mm-hmm. his profile said gentlemen in public 
daddy in private. Oh, I was yeah. like, okay, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Um, so then I messaged him and his profile said, looking for a smart and interesting woman. So I messaged him. I was like, good news for you. I'm smart and interesting. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, is that all? And I was like, yeah, that's it. And then he was like, do you like to be a dirty slut in the bedroom? I was like, okay, I wanted to meet the gentleman first. <laughs> oh yeah, he jumped straight he to He jumped that. straight to the daddy and it's like, I I don't know you. I don't want to yeah. talk about you fucking well, me. And or- also, so like, say for example, you first of all, we're on a platform like FetLife where you're, where it's very dirty or very whatever mm-hmm. kinky right away. You still do want to get to know the person first. Like mm-hmm. also as women, we, sex is available to us. Sex is available okay. to us. Yep. So you got to kind of like make yourself separate from the crowd of assholes. Right. <laughs> and yeah. Then he unmatched me. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. Fuck that guy. But not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm I'm technically on dating apps. Yeah. Like my profile's on there. But I just, it feels, the whole culture of it feels so toxic. And it doesn't feel human. It feels yeah. like people are just um, digital. Like you can fucking shop for mm-hmm. sex and mm-hmm. then throw them away and, and yeah. never uh, yeah that's why ghosting I think is so prevalent now uh, ghosting would kill me that's one of the reasons that I'm like I'm scared to meet a stranger they're probably mean yeah that's yeah because I have to feel some sort of human thing connection yeah. and also I feel like especially with this podcast the number of nice connected open vulnerable messages I get from strangers mm-hmm. I'm like great I don't need to make room for shitty strangers. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> like, they're out there. Nice yeah. ones. So yeah. like, well, like, nice strangers unite. <laughs> um, okay. So in the past, have you had, have you typically met people in person mm-hmm. or mm-hmm, like yeah. parties and stuff? Or well, unfortunately, most of the people that I've dated slash hooked up with have been comedians just because oh, like, yep. that's, that's where you're who I know uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, who are like, for the record, the worst people to hook up with or like, Wait, you know, be intimate with in a bad sex way or in a vulnerability. No, in way. a vulnerability way. Got yeah. It, At least it. for men. I, yeah. Wait, male comedians. Do you hook up with ladies? No. You, oh, okay, okay. No, I just I, was curious by the clarification. No, I think female comedians are different because we're, we've processed pain, but we are still women. So we're able to be vulnerable. Whereas I feel like male comedians are, very like defensive and of course I'm generalizing not every male comedian is this way but they like have a hard time being vulnerable which then means they'll make mean jokes to you they like won't want to commit they won't also you're very funny thank you and I imagine as a dude attempting to work in the same industry that's very tough he might get a little intimidated. That's yeah. just an observation I want to throw out there. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's real. So I stopped dating them. Yeah. Which is why I haven't had sex in a while. Ugh. Yeah. Mm, but it's yeah. worth it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 True. Better to just like pleasure yourself than yeah. to desperately seek things. Yeah. Lovers, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. We all know that the foundation to an awesome sex life is excellent mental and physical health. But if proper rest, exercise, and a healthy lifestyle aren't leading to the blood flow you'd like when and where you'd like it, check out BlueChew.com. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever the opportunity arises. And the process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you are approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office, no dealing with awkward physicians who aren't trained to talk about sex lives, plus no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet pack. 
They always say first impressions are important, but what about lasting impressions? Lovers, I do believe that we can always make loving, lasting impressions by connecting and being present and chasing our pleasure and our partner's pleasure. And if your priority is making a deep, deep impression between two beautiful, enthusiastic thighs or cheeks in the name of partnered pleasure, I get it. I've worn a strap on now. I, too, love having a hard cock. Blue Chew and I want you to have better sex. Discover your options at BlueChew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code LOVER at checkout. You just pay $5 for shipping. That is BlueChew.com promo code LOVER to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And thank you to Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Okay, I'd like to ask you a question about butt sex. <laughs> I've done it. You have. Okay, yeah. great. What do you think? I actually, it's really funny. Um, well, now it's funny now that there's been some time. But with my first boyfriend, we got in one of our biggest fights ever. And it was because of butt sex. Why? I Which really, direction? I really wanted to have butt sex. Yeah. And he really did not. He did not. Because, so what I didn't know at the time is he was bisexual, but uh-huh. in the closet. Uh-huh. So the idea of butt sex to him was like gay. And he thought what? that if he did it, then he would for sure feel gay. And yeah, oh. so then he like, we got in these huge fights. Literally, he would sleep on the couch. He was so mad at me that I wanted to have butt sex. And I was just like, what? I just wanted to be vulnerable with you and was telling you like something I wanted to try. You don't have to like get yeah. all upset about it. And then a few months later, he finally came out to me. And then it all really made sense. And oh, he, like, okay. Spelled it out. Um, Whoa. That's but, big. Were you still did, together? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But um, we did eventually do it. And? And I didn't like it as much as I thought I would. But I'm really glad that I tried it. Yeah. And I'm still open to do it again. It's just, it's painful. I think you really got to trust the person and use a lot of lube. Trust the person, use a lot of lube, know your body's going to feel different on different days. And I say this Mm -hmm. ad nauseum, but it took me about nine months of doing it once every week or two to... To, to like be so into it. You were like training. I was and I had no idea. I just had a partner that was really wow. into it and okay. I was really into pleasing him as yeah. part of our dominant submissive thing. Mm-hmm. And there was something about the like discomfort where I turned it into sort of meditation and like, but it's like mm-hmm. a very erotic meditation and then using the butt plugs and having it be yeah. a part of all the other things is such a turn on for yeah. me. Like to the point where then in later sessions, once I was like, like I would like go there first, like he'd be like fingering me or like teasing me while I, cause he would, he used to have me start like bent over the pole, like hanging onto the pole and he would just like, like approach and stand behind me from behind and like kind of like brush himself up against me. And then I remember one time I like got so wet, like I was so dripping wet, like on the floor. It's been mopped since, okay, but good. Uh, this is a while ago. I do clean up after myself and I keep the furniture very pristine. Great. So you don't need to worry. Like I always like to the point where we've actually, we had gotten in a fight because I was like, there needs to be a couch blankie. Like, couch blankie. Yeah. yeah. And he, and, but that's part of my, Sorry. my thing where like, I can't relax if I don't have all the things in place that I mm-hmm. need. Um, but yeah, I was Wait, so, so then wet. So yeah. I was so wet that I was dripping. And then I was able to use just my own like vaginal lubricant as enough lube to go straight to butt sex. And I never thought I would be that into it. So I just tell mm-hmm. people that not that everyone needs to have butt sex, but ask awesome. 
Askasms are super cool. Askasms. Like I've never heard that. Oh, you have it. It's funny. Such a good term. Yeah. Because it's a very deep thing. And I've heard this from several women and it feels different. And I just love having a different menu of sensations that are available to me. So that's my like plug for butt mm-hmm. sex. But then I think back and I'm like, no, I was always curious. Like I've tried to get a lot of definitely every boyfriend I've had. We've tried we've tried butt sex. Yeah. Um, yeah. It feels like pooping yes. over and over and over again. Yes. And if that's all you think about, that is all it will ever yeah. feel like. Yeah. And, and so for me, it really became, and even now I can kind of like mentally flip if I let myself like freak out, I can mm-hmm. like feel the contraction in my body. And then if I'm like, mm-hmm. no, you're just getting ass raped, which I, which I use that term in the context of our dom sub relationship. Got it. Because that's what we, you know, I'm like, will you do this for me now? Yeah. <laughs> you know, or yeah. like, yeah. like, he'll be like, are you ready for this? And so yeah. it's not. So I'm using Actual, that phrase yeah. in that specific context. But I love it. Have you ever shit on like had poop come out or anything? Yes. I have There's not. not. Not like in a large way. Not okay. because I really was always worried that like a poop would come out or a spurt of poop or something. <laughs> um, but no, usually at the most has been like a tiny little bit and that's only from like the very deep ass fuckings or like and then we have wipes and and again it's not every time it's like a colonic yeah (laughs) i mean exactly and i i do i had someone told told me that when they started getting colonics they were a whole lot more open to butt sex wow i i like colonics that makes well i mean just you you (laughs) had one no i haven't where do i get cool i should get i have a woman i can tell you okay okay hook me up um (laughs) yeah i'm into it and okay so let's see do you have any fantasies that you would like to fulfill wow just things you dream about but it don't have to be specific fantasies because i'm not really a specific fantasy person or i wasn't before i had someone help me realize some fantasies Hmm. but like any places you would love to do it or like scenarios even if it's just like uh fancies something something or like you know I don't have something coming to mind, which is making me realize, like, I should really sit down and think, what are my fantasies? But not, like, in a job sort of way, just in a fun, like, mind-wandery way. Yeah. Is my invitation to you. Yeah, okay. Because I, when I first started seeing my master, he was like, do you have any fantasies? And I was like, no. Like, I don't. Yeah. And I felt really shamey about that. Mm. But it was just sort of like, I w- that part of my brain wasn't turned on. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm just like, I want to be with two dudes and I want to get double penetrated and I want maybe three. And Have I you like, done that? No, not with two men. I did I did a double penetration with a woman with a strap on and a man. How was it? It was great. Yeah. I came very fast. <laughs> I came very fast. Wow. It was, was it crazy. like overwhelmingly yes. good? Yeah. Yes. Whoa. Uh, yeah, imagine. like I was like a, I don't know, like a floppy piece of just whatever. Like I was just like, <laughs> my favorite move. I feel like this is like just a small smidgen yeah. of that when a guy's going down on me and they stick a finger up my butt and it, yes. and they have the finger in, in my pussy too and it's like or two fingers. You yeah, know? like oof, it's so good. Tell me more about how you like to be gone down on if you can. Put oh my it god, into it's words. my favorite thing. Yeah. Well, I guess blowjobs and getting eaten out are pretty like. But do you like 69ing? How do you no, feel about that? Okay. It's distracting, it's right? It's too much work. I've I've enjoyed it. One, I've actually come from 69ing really? twice with the same dude. Yes. Did he come? He not at the same time. Like okay. but like later on. But yeah. he was like he was like lasting for me. But actually it's so funny. <laughs> he's I thought he was going to be my first one night stand because mm-hmm. I met him in Cuba and I was like four days into my like South American travels where I'd like shaved my head cool. and I was like I need to go away for a while. 
And I met him. Well, I actually met him in literal passing on a horse tour. Like we were no going way. opposite directions on the trail. And I said hi to him and his friend. And then I was like alone on my own tour with my 20 year old guide, which I was 27 at the time. And he like kept making moves. And I was like, I guess I'll hold hands with this person. We don't speak the same language, but it is a very romantic wow. situation. Yeah. So that's the type of like my brain that's is awesome. very like, oh, sure. Um, and nothing ended up happening with him. But mm. uh, when I went into town later that night, it sort of hit me that I was like so alone. And I was like, shit, what am I going to do? And then I was like, I met those two boys and I was thinking their names over and over in my head. And literally I was crossing no the street and they were like, Karin. And I was like, what? Wow. And for all those of you listening, that was my name, Karin. I'm a Karin Wild, Wild Karin. And I looked up and they were right there. And it was literally like that synchronistic. And I started talking to him and he had just been reading The Ethical Slut and was in an open relationship wow. with his long-term partner. But while he was traveling, they were doing a thing. And so I was like, do you want to? It was the first time I'd been Wait, like. you understood all of this? This was, he spoke English. Okay. The boy I'd, <laughs> boy I'd crossed on the trip. This is different. Like my horse oh, guide, okay. the guide who, the guy who was giving me the tour was like explaining stuff to me in Spanish, which like I was taking Duolingo lessons, but I was literally a weekend. So I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure. It's pretty. Yeah. It's nice. Um, so the, the boy that I met was British. And okay. um, he was the first boy that I ever was like, would you like to come back to my room with me? <laughs> and I was like, I'm about to have my first one night stand. Yes. And we had a great time together. And it was the first time that I'd like been with someone and was just like, you know, I don't know, like feeling sensations in my body and mm -hmm. not like I'm just doing sex. Kind yeah. Of way. Which for me, I don't know if you've experienced this or what your relationship is like with like more casual sex, but I'd never had that. I mean, A, I'd never invited someone home that quickly. Mm -hmm. So that was big for me because mm -hmm. I was like, <gasps> um, but I don't know. That have you girl. ever, yeah. Have you ever felt like, oh, I'm not dropped into my body or, or do you typically, you said you're a little bit choosier about. Yeah. yeah. I don't love casual sex. I've done it. Yeah. I've had like maybe one, one night stand, one three night stand. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't love it because I, I sex is so vulnerable to me and mm -hmm. I want to feel a connection. I don't want to feel like, um, I don't know, disposable, I guess, totally. which is how sometimes it feels. Also, like, I find that the better I know a person, the better the sex is. I feel like it's really important when there's a level of comfort where I can be like, no, this, no, that, no, I'm giggling right now. Mm -hmm. No, there's something else. And I feel like there is this wall sometimes with people where I don't know them as well. Mm -hmm. And I, I freak out when yeah. I start to feel disconnected. And again, it doesn't mean that I have to be like, I love you. No, but yeah. But it's like the, that, like the hookup buddy, like the comfort, the, yes. the, yes, I'm a person. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So this dude, I ended up seeing him three days later. We were, we spent another night together in another town. And then oh, wow. he was in the U.S. for work last year. And I saw him once in Los Angeles and another time. So you also had a three night stand. Yeah. Well, it was technically four night stand wow. because there were four different instances we saw each so other. funny. Yeah. Wait, the guy that I was talking about with my three night stand, we had sex once in San Francisco and then he came to L.A. once and then I went to New York once. And oh, my God. Sex. So, yeah, we also That's had like amazing. a. But see, those connections I'm super into to because I'm just it like fun. it's and I would if he was in town again I would absolutely see him yeah. again uh, because also 
I don't know what he was doing with his mouth when we were 69ing <laughs> that allowed me to come because I've never wow. had that happen. Mm-hmm. I think I was on top. That's normal mm-hmm. though for the woman to be on yeah. top of 69. I also, <laughs> what do you think of sitting on guy's face? Because I don't like that either. Oh, let's see. I've only done that a couple of times. Actually, I've sat on a woman's face more okay. than a man's face. And like in a threesome situation. Yeah. Um, honestly, I have only vague recollections because it's so overstimulating like usually mm-hmm. if i'm sitting on a face i'm also like doing Getting something, something else, else. <laughs> yeah like there's other things happening and yeah. so then it's just like part of this like larger experience okay yeah yeah so i don't know okay what else what haven't we covered do you have any um surprise erogenous zones like nipples or earlobes or necks or is there anything just that you love <gasps> on your body i love fucking love um, when guys like breathe on my neck slash earlobe, like that kind of area and like whisper sweet nothings in my ear. So hot. And like nibble on my neck. Lovers, we are going to take a quick pause for a word from our sponsor. And they have given me notes to do a sultry female voice. So I'm very excited and I'm going to do my best. Did you know the Flora app is a safe place to open up, embrace your desires and find like-minded people. This is the story of one couple who found the threesome of their dreams, discovered a new level of shared passion, and stepped into a whole other realm of possibilities, all thanks to Fleur. As life's routines settled in, Robert and Lucy found themselves yearning to explore uncharted territories, so they downloaded Fleur and embarked upon a thrilling journey of sensual experimentation, learning more about each other's desires in the process. Open-minded and adventurous, Robert and Lucy dreamt of adding a new dimension to their intimacy, sharing the touch of another woman, being witnessed and connecting in a way that transcends the ordinary. In Fleur's diverse and accepting community, Lucy connected with Emily, a babe craving the same experiences. So they invited Robert to the conversation. The chemistry built and anticipation heightened as they exchanged messages until finally their agreed-upon date night arrived. A gorgeous hotel was the setting for their evening of pleasure, passion, and connection. A shared exploration that fulfilled each party's desires. Floor App celebrates the beauty of open-minded connections. It's a platform where fantasies come to life and desires are embraced without judgment. For couples seeking adventure with others or individuals keen on exploring, Floor invites us all to a world where every desire is a possibility waiting to unfold. Download Floor now, express your desires freely, and find like-minded people today. Would you be turned off if they actually whispered stuff, but then it was like a little bit dumb or disappointing? Or or like, what is it, does it I matter? I Easy Mac for lunch. See, that I'd be into. I would, But I would also giggle, but I'd also like it. I guess it depends what they would be saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you like dirty talk? Are you into dirty talk? Yes. But I don't like being called a slut. Yeah. Yeah. Ever? I don't think so. Great. Or at least like there is yet to be an experience yeah. where I've enjoyed yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like I said, I'm not like against, I was intrigued in that daddy guy. Like I'm not yeah. against a dumb sub situation. So like I feel like there's definitely some kink in me, but I don't think it's been let out yet. You have to find the right yeah. person to express it with and to explore with. Mm-hmm. I got so fucking lucky that I stumbled into a person who was like not a murderer. Because <laughs> I <laughs> just like nice. met him on the internet and I met him for coffee and I was like, cool, tomorrow night, yes, I'll wow. meet you at the Mondrian. Like, 
Wow. And it ended up being great. But again, did he, you get a room at the Mondrian? Yeah. Wow. He did. He did. He did. I showed up. Awesome. Yeah. yeah uh, I, I was the present. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like, and similarly, when we were first writing back and forth, like before coffee, he used the term good girl with me a couple of times. Love that. Which I love now. But at the time I was like, fuck you. I'm not your good girl. You don't know me. Mm. Like you don't know me yet. Mm. Like, and so in the context now I'm like, yes, but because we hadn't set up anything, I was like, mm-hmm. no, I'm still vetting you. Yeah. Like, you know, you fuck. And so I have this, like this relative, well, I have a, I was going to say a high barrier of entry is and that exact, it's a very specific, I don't know. I can't, it's not like a level of up or down. It's just sort yeah. of like, do you fit the slot? Yeah. Fit the slot. <laughs> yeah. More ways than one. <laughs> um, okay. So anything besides breathing on your neck, obviously going down on you, but do you have any other? I love when they kiss me from like head to toe. And, like, stay away from my pussy and save it for last. Because then I'm just, like, so wet and ready. Oh, yes. Mm. What are your body hair preferences for yourself and or partners? I personally like being waxed, Mm -hmm. but it's expensive, so Mm -hmm. I don't always do it. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you get bumps? I get so many bumps from waxing. Yeah. So I just have an electric razor because I like smoothness. I can't shave. It gives me worse bumps because I have really sensitive skin. I have one of the electric razors that old men use, like really old, wrinkly (laughs) men. Like I Googled that and then bought that one. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes I'll rock a bush Mm -hmm. and I used to have like such shame about that and like, oh, it's probably smells and blah, oh, but now yeah. I'm just like no if a guy is fucking sleeping with me he yeah. should be kissing my feet and yeah. like he shouldn't fucking care what my hair situation is and I I lead the same way for men I don't care what they have yeah as long okay. as it's clean it smells good and yeah, yeah. totally mm-hmm. and like I love to have no body hair but also like you said it is expensive so they can yeah. pay for it if they yeah. want to yeah exactly they want, they want me to have a if wax if you have such a problem with yeah. it give me 80 bucks <laughs> yeah exactly yes. seriously <laughs> is there any location that you would love to have sex that you haven't gotten to yet like anything exotic or I, erotic or how do you feel I am that? fortunate that I have had sex in some pretty cool places Ooh, go on um one time I had sex on the beach in Hawaii <sighs> at night <sighs> I got a lot of sand up my vagina. Yep. yep. <laughs> so I was just definitely yeah. lay a towel, towel down. <laughs> but where else? Um, in a hot tub at a resort in Mexico. Inside the hot tub? Yeah. Like How in public. It, oh my in God. Front of was people. it like very gentle or was yeah, it like, was like okay. just quote just like a sitting bit. on him, just sitting on his lap? But oh, that's yeah, hot. We having sex. Yeah. Oh. Um, he didn't like come or anything. It was mainly yeah, just yeah, like yeah. for the, the, yeah. yeah. Where else? Um, Oh my God, at a house party in Studio City. It was like, they rented this house. Oh I forget God. whose party it was. It was a few years ago. But it was Studio City and we went to the bedroom and the, this house was beautiful. <laughs> it like had glass windows as like oh the walls. Oh my God. So you like, it's, and it's nighttime in Studio City in the hills. So we were like fucking... And I'm like looking, my head's like laying back on the bed and I can just see the lights of Los Angeles. Oh like, my I fucking God. love my life. That is amazing. Yeah. But where do I want to have sex? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, the beach was, was a big one. That's oh, amazing. I really want to have sex in Paris. Oh, yeah. Anywhere specific? 
like a rooftop mm. or just a fancy hotel or on the Eiffel Tower. On the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to have sex with the point of yes, the Eiffel Tower. Just sit on the top. Life goals. <laughs> like an ornament. Oh my God. Could that be a performance art piece oh I could God. do? <laughs> Fucking the Eiffel Can we Tower. Make, I feel like the French would be into it. They would be into it. They're sex positive. <laughs> okay, well, I definitely have a good idea for a photo shoot. <laughs> um do you like the idea of public sex like would you like if you knew people were watching does that get you off or like i don't think so yeah Yeah. i'm I'm too shy but if i were at a sex party would you ever go to a sex party i do want to go to a sex party i almost did um a few times and then things kind of last minute fell through but i do want to go yeah i think if i was there with a boyfriend or like a partner then i would be down to hook up and I don't think I would care who was yeah. watching if it was specifically at a sex party. But like sex in public and people watching, that that's not as much my yeah. jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, 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 same. Yeah. What kind of kinks do you think you might want to explore? Mm, I mean, I love Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm-hmm. I know it's like the most mainstream thing, but watching those movies, I'm like, yeah, I could so be down with all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like the, mm-hmm. the room and the... You know, their red room. And the room is so beautiful. Okay. Oh, so, yeah, I want I want a fucking I want a room like big, that. I want a big dungeon. So, <laughs> I want so You could record in there, too. Yes. So, it, yes, it would, be be, it would be the sex podcast room. Yes, it would. And uh, <laughs> so, there would be that room. I'd have a big open space where we could have, like, nude yoga and cool. nude all sorts of things. And then, uh, like, events, parties, things, and paint it, naked photos, painting, mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff, gallery stuff. Dope. But I want a fancy dungeon. Yeah. So that's one uh, day. I'm working toward we'll that. We'll both get it. Life goals. Yeah, totally. Um, as a person who has not gone too far into kinky stuff, it sounds like, have you ever been tied up or anything at all? You said you did some stuff, right? Um, Yeah, I've been like blindfolded and, mm-hmm. and tied up, not tied up aggressively, kind of just yeah. like my hands were above my head or something. Got it, got it, got yeah. it. With like a tie or something? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, how did it feel watching that movie? Because I watched it as as a person. I think I watched it about a year into my relationship with my master. And I got a lot of cringy feelings because oh. I was like, she doesn't seem like she actually wants it. I know. He's pressuring her and is not explaining the rules. He's acting like she's bad for this is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like it like set off a bunch of my like consent feelings. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know. I just got creeped. Yeah. Like did it. What do you think? I don't th- I don't think that movie does the best job yeah. of, yeah, because there's a lot of times in movies where it's like, girl, why are you in this? It well, seems like you might not want to be in this. I feel like it's the unfortunate marriage of like how we've understood romance in yeah. film historically, yes. like the the Han Solo like forcing himself on yes. Leia, which is supposed to be hot and romantic, but it but gives, you know, is right. actually a little creepy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the like trying to mainstream BDSM. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It makes me uncomfortable. Okay. I do like though to give that movie credit and just and the books too. I do like that it has made like BDSM less me too. taboo. I like that it's made it. Uh, I like that it made the rope sales go through the roof at Home Depot. Is that true? <laughs> that's hilarious. I just love that it's reaching more people, and that's kind yeah. of why I'm like, all right, guys, let's talk let's about talk, it. Let's, let's talk, talk about the real deal. Sex, baby. Yeah. Um, I did read the book while I was still a virgin. Oh, oh. And that was very <gasps> hot because um, I started reading at the same time that I started dating my first boyfriend, the guy uh-huh. that I lost my virginity to. So as we were like in the beginning of our dating stages, I'm like reading this book that's all about like sex and it got me really excited. So oh, it was yes. it was cool. Like That's amazing. Yeah. I definitely did get back together with my master the first time because I was reading Story of O, which is, it's 
erotic fiction, but like written by this woman, Pauline Rayage, but it, like they don't know who she actually was. They have theories about who Whoa. she was, but I think she's a French woman. And it's a super kinky, like hyper kinky, like reading it, I'm like uncomfortable sometimes. And eventually oh. she gets, I don't want to give it away, but there's some like super kinky shit that happens in the end. Like at the end, I was like, what the fuck? But like, I got back together with my master the first time halfway through reading it because <laughs> I was just so turned on by yeah. the like the vibe of it. Because when you can find a partner, when you can find a dom that can like hold space for you, mm-hmm. ugh, I just think it's so hot. <laughs> um, I know what I wanted to ask you. Have you always had the same type of vibrator? Like was your first vibrator an inside outside or was it like a No. Yeah. Actually, for the longest time I had just a clit one. Like okay. that just that you put on. One with like the a, like, like a uh with, magic with wand. like a remote oh. attached. Like there's ah. like I don't know, it's probably like that big and then there's a string, a wire, and then there's like a handheld remote that you can control like the intensity and stuff. That's for the Ooh. longest time what I used. But then when I um probably like three years ago. I was like, you know what? It's time for me to splurge on a big boy. Um, so then I went to the pleasure chest and I just like asked them what they liked. Yes. And I was really intimidated when I first totally. saw this sugar pop. And I was like, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to feel about this. But now like I can't go back. Amazing. Yeah. I'm spoiled. Amazing. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Also, will you tell us a little bit about some of the work that you've done with the, I don't know how to call it. Consent? consent. Yes. Yeah. But wait, um, let me re-ask that question so I sound less stupid. Great. Please. <laughs> <laughs> will you tell us also a little bit about some of the work that you've done with consent? Yeah. Um, that was great. <laughs> uh, so I wrote this show called The C Word. Um and actually, Lloyd Alquist asked me to write it. He's Epic Rap Battles of History on YouTube, um, very well known. And so he was asked by Joe Biden oh. to write this show. Um, and so then he wanted a woman to write it. So he asked me to write it. Nice. Yeah. Um, Fuck yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's very cool. Joe Biden has like seen a video of me performing this show. So Fuck it's like yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Um, but it travels colleges and it's a sexual assault prevention show. Love. Um and yeah, it was very cathartic, but emotional writing it yeah. because like I, like so many women have experienced not rape, but like assault and harassment and that kind of stuff. So writing the show and like going over all these like depressing statistics of yeah. how many women are like, you know, taken advantage of. And it, just, it was hard to write at times. Um, it made me kind of not want to leave my place because I didn't trust people. I know. Um but I'm like, here's my knife. Yeah. Yeah. And my mace. <laughs> yeah. But um, it definitely was worth it because getting to like go on the road and teach these kids that, you know, maybe they haven't had these conversations yeah. about consent. They don't know what consent is. Um, and it's yeah, I've had women come up to me afterwards and just like hug me and be like, thank mm. you so much for coming here and talking to us. Yeah. So it's been very rewarding. What's the format of the show like? Is it it's is it just you or is it a bunch of people? It's a two-person show. Okay. And we're ta- it's like interactive. It's kind of improv with a script, but Great. so we are definitely talking to the audience. It's not like a play. It's like we're asking them questions and getting them involved and doing fun games like improv style games. So we wanted to keep it 
fun, make these pe- make these kids feel like we're on their team. Like we're not yeah. telling them what to do, what's right and what's wrong. It's like, I'm no. I'm a grown up and here are yeah. the rules. Yeah, we want to be like, hey, yeah. sex is fun, but let's make sure we're all having fun and yeah. like really being safe and smart and communicating with each other. So yeah, it's, I wish... I wish more people knew about it earlier. What are some of the communication tools that you, that you offer there? Mm. Communication tools. Um, well, there's like one part of the show we talk about bystander intervention. And that's like if you see something mm. going on, um, we have the, the, the saying said, S-E-D. S is for um, one of them's distract. Um, one of them's, I think, in enlist where you get friends to help like stop if a guy's being creepy and like hitting on a girl or something you can enlist friends to like distract them um but yeah communication styles I think for consent is like ask just be this is where the vulnerability comes in where it's like you need to be if you're having sex with a a person like you're already going there so you should feel comfortable enough to be honest and check in and be like is this okay? Yeah. Do you want to do this? And if they don't want that, then you don't push it. Yep. And of what I find like in my yes. own personal experiences is the less I get pressured, the more, the more I, want I want to, to do. do. Yeah. I will yes. have sex with you if you don't ask me. <laughs> yeah. If, if you don't make me feel uncomfortable, yeah. if you don't leer at me, if you don't ask, 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 ask. And make that's me true in like, so many yeah. ways too. It yes. needs to be my choice. And yeah. then like, we'll both enjoy it. But like, yeah. let me come to that decision on my own. Don't like ask me a million times. And it's like, I don't even want to be hooking up with you now. It's I feel such like a turn obligated. Yeah. And then you feel, I feel almost disappointed in myself for the doing the thing mm. because I feel like I'm rewarding bad behavior. Right. And then reinforce that that's a good method yeah because that's sexual coercion is yeah. when they like yeah. keep asking and asking to yep. the point where you feel uncomfortable and then and that's where a lot of rape situations happen like 80 yeah. percent of rapes are not done by by strangers in an alley yeah. like they're they're by people we know and it's kind of situations like that that leads to a lot of gray area yeah yeah oh yeah yay though yeah and you, so you traveled around and did that mm-hmm. cool yeah i've been to like alaska I mean, a lot of places that I normally wouldn't have gone, like, in the country. So it's really cool. Amazing. Yeah. Idaho, Iowa, Arizona. Is that on your dating profiles? Do you think it's intimidating to people? Probably. It's not on my (laughs) dating profile. But it probably is because it probably makes me seem like I'm really uptight about consent. Where it's like, no, but I think we all should be. I was going to say, I don't think it's it's necessarily uptight to be like, no, no, I'm (laughs) pro-consent. Yeah, I'm super uptight. <laughs> I like to have permission <laughs> yeah. for sex. Yeah. God. Okay, let's see. So coming off of this consent talk, I would like to know when do you feel the most in touch with your own body? Mm. Like when are you the most on body-wise? Like sexually or just in general? I think in general. And then I, I think it translates. So let me know if you do yeah. too. Um, Post-yoga. Is, oh, or just or during yeah. yoga as well is when I feel very in touch with my body, stretching and like feeling all my different muscles and how they like all work together. The body is really a fascinating thing that we yeah. take for granted every day. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, I try not to, I try to be aware of, but like the fact that all of our organs are just like helping us yes. keep going without us doing anything is wild. Mm-hmm. Um, so yoga always makes me feel like very in tune with that. Awesome. Yeah. And when my yoga teacher is hot, 
and they're giving me like adjustment. I, wait, maybe that is one of my fantasies is fucking one of my yoga teachers. Yeah. Because when they give me adjustments, even if it's a girl, yep. I'm very turned on. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, interesting. Is it specifically mm-hmm. yoga or is it all like athletic, stretchy athletics? It's specifically yoga because it's very Amazing. like sensual and calm. So you're and... not the first person to say that. Oh, I believe Someone that. else said yoga when they walk out of the yoga studio. Mm. Amazing. Do you have any specific hopes for your sex life going forward? Great question. Um, Well, I think in my life, my sexual life especially, I've had a lot of shame and guilt. And Mm. what I'm trying, like over the past few years, as as I've become more empowered as a woman, I'm trying to let go of these old beliefs that I had about sex. Like, um, for instance, even coming on this podcast is like maybe something that I might not have been down for before because mm-hmm. oh like oh, I can't talk about sex I'm a woman yeah my kids might hear this one day uh-huh hey they're probably listening right now kids go to bed <laughs> <laughs> but you know if like if if my kids listen to it and they have a problem they'll be like look sex is not a bad thing yeah and like I had to have sex to have you yeah exactly so you're welcome bitch yeah. <laughs> um but yeah I, I so I want going forward I want to just like keep looking at myself and my beliefs and um, letting go of them. Like the idea that I used to think that the more partners a woman has, the less value she Mm. has, which is so wrong. It's, it's not a thing. Yeah. It's not a thing. And as I'm getting older, I'm learning to care less and less about my number. I used to keep track of numbers. I could probably go back and count because I remember each person I've had sex Mm -hmm. with, but I stopped keeping track around matter. Yeah, exactly. We're all going to die. Yeah. Yes, which is the best like meditation reminder. Mm-hmm. Also, there's an app that is called Croak that I just learned what? about. You get five reminders a day that are like about that, like quotes about your death, your future death. That's so morbid. So it is. And <laughs> it's made by this guy who like loves meditation. It's like 90, it's a 99 cent app. All it does is give you five notifications. It doesn't link to anything else because he's like, that's the biggest reminder that this stupid shit doesn't matter. Yeah. And I, and I love that. So I've been thinking mm-hmm. about that a lot lately. Um, okay. It's such a funny app. I know. It's so <laughs> funny, but I love it. Uh, I have one more question mm-hmm. for you. And then if you want, you can ask me a question. Oh. So if you could go back in time and give younger you a piece of sexual advice, mm. what age would you pick and what advice would you give? Wow. I would pick age 14 when I was like, starting to hook up and my advice would be to speak up for myself Mm. and like if something which I think I have done a good job of doing especially as I've become more and more aware of consent but back then like I wasn't taught I think a lot of us weren't taught so I it kind of felt like I was just a body I was a vessel and whatever happened to me was going to happen to me and I've since learned that no I can say oh I don't like that I do like that um don't talk to me that way you know awesome yeah oh okay my question for you um when did when did so you're very like sexually open when were you always that way or when no. when did it like really click in where you're like oh I'm a fucking sexual being and I don't care well let's see I was always extremely curious mm-hmm like, I definitely remember being very young and learning about sex and being so excited to have it when I was older. 
Mm. Also did not realize that older could have been a teenager. Like I thought I had to be 20 to have sex. (laughs) Like I had an arbitrary age in my brain. Yeah. Yeah. And I did end up finally losing my virginity at 19. But to answer your actual question. Yeah, I've just been so curious my whole life. Mm. And that said, I wasn't like oh, I want to try all these kinky things. I didn't know they existed. Mm. I was like mildly afraid of everything, Mm. but also very open to try stuff. And that's kind of been the defining maybe characteristic Mm. of myself that has led to most things in my life where I'm like, just what what happens if I do this? Cool. And then as I continue to grow, I realize that I like really enjoy bodily sensations. And like I was Mm. having like good but like average good sex I think up until a couple years ago Mm. and it was as I was like getting more and more in touch with my body that I was like oh yes I do want to try everything and I do want to talk to people and Mm. I want to have connected sex and so I think it's kind of that quest for connected sex that also makes me I think that's what has me more interested in kinks Mm. and kinky people because I feel like with kinky people, sex becomes more about the erotic experience than about getting off. And so Mm. my experience with a lot of like vanilla partners, but particularly casual vanilla sex with Mm. with men, Mm -hmm. it gets so boring Mm -hmm. because I'm like, well, I could have masturbated and then like not had you taking up (laughs) half the bed. (laughs) Like I have a king size bed and I the last two nights have woken up like turned 90 degrees because I can. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's, yeah, I, I don't know. I And also I still am sort of like shy and curious, but I like, but now mm. I'm like openly shy and curious. Yeah, I'm like, all right, guys, here's what I'm going to explore. But yeah, I don't know. I, it's still a process, but I cool. just have always been so curious. I love it. Oh my God. Thank you so much for being on this podcast. Thanks for having me. All right, folks, that's our show for this week. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Sex Stories Pod. That is a new Instagram. So if you haven't followed that one, please go do it. And you can follow me at Wiley. That's my personal. It also links to the new Sex Stories Instagram if you need that. And do you want to share your Instagram with yeah, us? Yeah, follow me at Leah Knauer. Will you spell it for Instagram. people? L-E-A-H-K-N-A-U-E-R. Awesome. Go follow her. She's amazing. And my podcast at Basic Witches Pod. Yes. Oh, give us a little blurb about what it is. Yeah. So Basic Witches is my podcast at the Comedy Store with my soul sister, Rachel LaForest. Also amazing. Yes. She's incredible. Um, And it's it's our show. It's a, a lot about witchcraft, but it's like about empowerment, sexuality, manifestation, and like going the fuck after your dreams. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it.